Hey everyone, so we've probably all heard of S-corporations, or S-corps for short, and LLCs before. They're kind of like a rite of passage. You wanna be an entrepreneur, you wanna be an investor, you wanna be a partner in something, you form an LLC, or you form an S-corp, because you think, you know what? Limited liability, pass-through taxation, so many great benefits. Well, I'm about to tell you how having an LLC slash S-corp has screwed me. And out of this, you're gonna get five reasons why there's some major downfalls to LLCs and S-corps that I was kind of blindsided by until I actually had them. Because nobody upfront tells you these downsides. Usually, I hate to sound jaded, but usually the people talking to you about LLCs and S-corps are attorneys and tax professionals who benefit off you having LLCs and S-Corps. Well, I'ma tell you completely in a non-biased way why I think LLCs and S-Corps have some massive downsides and you should really think twice before having one. So it all starts with this company that is a total scam that's trying to extort me for $14,500. It's total BS, I know I would win in court all day long, every single day. It's not even a question. It's a slam dunk. And you might say, well, how do you know it's a slam dunk? How do you know they're a total scam? Well, I know they're a total scam because I talk to them and I go, prove that you have a case. And they completely ice me and ignore me. And I go, whatever. So I just ignore the issue. And then sure enough, I end up getting papers from these people. They want $14,500 or else they're suing me. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, no problem. Like, I'm a big boy. I can deal with this kind of stuff. I'll just go over to the courthouse, handle this. Because they have no standing, all I have to do is file a two-line motion. Motions are done all day, every day. It's really, really easy. Well, I quickly discovered the first reason LLCs and S-corporations pretty much have some massive downsides that really upset me. So here I am dealing with this total extortionist company and I know they're scammers because nothing in their paperwork says they have any right to even do this. Like, look, if I've done something wrong, I will make it right. I, and maybe that's like the political science, like Aristotle stuff that I was sort of brainwashed with when I went to UCLA. You know, I went to UCLA for business economics and political science. And I feel like I would rather die than screw somebody or do something wrong. But if somebody's screwing me, I will go to the end to fight it. And I mean, maybe sometimes that's short-sighted because I feel like, you know, if I see something wrong, I'm gonna talk about it. And sometimes I get in trouble by doing that. But I just have this belief that if something's wrong, I feel like people should know about it. Anyway, so I go to the courthouse and I go to the self-help division, which is a place you can go and get help for free from bar licensed attorneys that will help confirm your motions are good, your paperwork's good. It costs literally nothing. I thought, you know what, this is such a small case. It doesn't make sense for $14,500, especially since this is such a scam for me to hire an attorney pay a $5,000 sort of deposit with that attorney or a retainer and to fight a $14,500 extortion fee. So anyway, yesterday I go to self-help. It's like 7.40 in the morning, I'm 20 minutes early. I get there and there's like 240 people in line and I'm like, whoa, what is happening? Uh, until somebody comes out and they're like, jury duty this way. And then all of a sudden there were only three people left in line. I'm like, okay, this is good. This is my day. Today is the day we are going to do the social justice of doing what is right and fighting what is wrong. 
So, go in with my paperwork, sit down with an attorney, everything's going great, everything seems like a slam dunk, everything's gonna be easy. Supervisor kind of walks by, takes a glance, keeps walking, stops, turns around and comes back, looks down and goes, oh no, we can't help you. What? <laughs> yeah, you're an S-corporation. We can't help you because S-corporations and LLCs can't represent themselves in court. Sorry, you have to hire an attorney. What? Are you kidding me? So this is where the scam companies probably realize, wow, if you just pick an LLC or an S-corp to sue, you can probably get your money because it's cheaper for me to just pay somebody $14,500 than hire an attorney to fight it. Like, what kind of precedence does that set? Like, how many people are now going to sue me <laughs> because I'm making this video and saying that? It's like unbelievable how that works. So, first big downfall of an S corporation and LLC that I learned the hard way is even if you get bull scammers coming after you, you still have to have an attorney to defend you. Anyway, I hired an attorney yesterday, so that'll get taken care of. But what's the second problem that came out of this? Well, the second problem is I realized, oh my gosh, you might have missed this at the beginning. I don't even remember if I said it. But that corporation that is getting now sued and I had to hire an attorney for, for $14,500, is actually a closed corporation. So guess what? Even though you created a company thinking, here's a totally separate legal entity. You know what? It's America. If it doesn't work out, no problem. Uh, or you know what? It worked out, but you've moved on from it. You close it down. It's, it's on the shelf. You know, it's years ago. Fine. It's done. Well, guess what? Even closed corporations in America can get sued. If you get sued and you're like, it's a closed corporation, I ain't going to court. A judge could rule against you and have your personal assets and your house leaned up because you didn't respond to a lawsuit against a closed corporation. Now here's a third problem. Let's say you have a limited liability company with a bunch of partners in real estate. I think you all know I'm a real estate broker. We've got the amazing real estate investing course, which by the way, yesterday we did like an hour and a half live stream. It was such a long and detailed live stream helping you folks analyze your deals that this camera literally had its hardwired battery say, please charge battery. Like it's hard, it's in a wall socket and the camera basically fried and I had to leave it off for three hours before I could turn it on again. Anyway, it's all working again. But anyway, let's say you have this limited liability company because you're doing a real estate deal and uh, you know, you've got multiple different partners in there. Well now, let's say, uh, you know, that limited liability company gets sued because one of your tenants uh, fell on a coconut, which, uh, you know, somebody else in the course actually told me their homeowners association was getting sued because somebody tripped and fell on a coconut in a homeowners association. I'm like, you can't even make this stuff up. So anyway, your LLC gets sued because somebody trips on a coconut in on your property, let's say. And uh, you know, now that person that's suing you, their attorney gets this wise idea that, you know what? Hey, 
Kevin's part of that LLC. And you know what? This guy Robert over here, he's part of this LLC. And you know what? This guy Bobby over here, he's part of this LLC. And uh, they each own businesses. You know, Kevin's got a real estate brokerage and, and, you know, his online education business. You know, here's this guy. He wholesales stuff from China. Uh, and then here's this guy, uh, Bobby, who runs a bike store. Well, they're all, you know, smart business people. They have S corporations. Well, you know what? Let's just go ahead and name those other companies in the lawsuit as well. And you might be thinking to yourself, wait a minute, wait a minute. If the tenant fell, the tenant should only be able to sue the LLC, right? I mean, that's that's the point of having an LLC. You should only be able to sue, you know, where you would actually have a claim against. Too bad, doesn't work that way. People and these attorneys who realize they want all the leverage they can get against business owners or people or landlords, they can literally sue my real estate business, the wholesaling guy's business, the guy's bike store business, and the limited liability company. And sure, like two years down the road, a judge might say, yeah, no, 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 we're just gonna restrict damages to this LLC. But guess what? You still get your companies dragged into it. There's still the potential that a judge says, you know what? We wanna see the books for your bike store. We wanna see the books for your wholesaling business because we wanna make sure these are actually being operated as separate entities. And all of a sudden it's like, you might have to go through all this discovery on your personal business, which is totally separate for this LLC. So we're always talking about like, oh yeah, I got a limited liability company. It's gonna protect me. It's gonna separate all the other stuff. BS, people can sue no matter what. And you have to then prove to a judge why and how these things are actually separate before you can get them removed. It's like, what is what? And so what's reason number four? Well, reason number four is, you know, most people begin to realize, wow, okay, we just need really good insurance to protect us because people apparently trip on coconuts and like to sue for frivolous reasons and people still have to spend money to defend these things. So this is where insurance can be a really, really good idea. People trip on the coconut, here, deal with the insurance and the insurance appointed attorney, I don't wanna have to deal with it. Well. Here's the beauty about LLCs and S-Corps again. When you tell an insurance agent, and I mean, check with an insurance agent, all this stuff, remember, I'm just a guy on YouTube, so check with an attorney, a CPA, an insurance agent. Just know these things in the back of your mind, and hopefully they prompt you to ask the right questions when you're asking and learning about these things. But anyway, when you talk to an insurance agent, you might say, hey, you know what, I need insurance to protect my business against this or whatever. Oh, business, is it an S corporation or a limited liability company? Why, yes it is, I'm a big business boy after all. Oh, well, perfect. In that case, here's your insurance quote. Oh my gosh, the price is like 10X what it would be if I weren't a corporation. Now, that might be extreme, Maybe it wouldn't be 10X, but your insurance is almost always more expensive when you're an LLC or a corporation. Not always, but very frequently. It's almost like business to business. While it makes you feel good, it's just another way to rip you off. It's kind of like when you have Spectrum Internet and you pay $150 for, let's say, internet and TV for like your personal house, and you have literally the same internet service for a business, and they charge you $250 just for internet and no TV because you're a business. Here's another sort of example. Let's say I made a video personally making fun of somebody and I didn't have any corporations or anything. I personally made fun of somebody and they got their feelings hurt because I thought they were a scammer and maybe I still think they're a scammer and maybe I know they're a scammer and they got their feelings hurt. So they sue you and uh, let's say you didn't have a company. You didn't have a company. 
you could probably call, and this is mind blowing, I found this out the hard way again, you could call your homeowner's insurance and most many, check, many homeowner's insurance policies actually will protect you against defamation or slander claims. In other words, I could call up my homeowner's insurance and be like, hey, I'm being sued because I made fun of somebody, protect me. And more often than not, these insurance companies go, no problem, we'll take care of you. I'm like, what? Who knew that existed? That's a $600 homeowner's insurance policy to cover against defamation claims. That's crazy. Like, I thought it was like for fire, you know, if the house burned down or there's a leak or something that flooded. Yeah, well, apparently they help you with that too. Again, check your policy. Well, guess what? If you're a corporation and you want media insurance because you regularly make fun of people, <laughs> this $600 homeowner's insurance policy might not work anymore. Instead, here's your $5,500 commercial media insurance policy. What a freaking riot. All right, so here's the fifth thing that I had to realize the hard way. You know, a lot of people get S corporations because they say, oh, you could save money in taxes. Let's say, let's make an example here. Let's say you make $120,000 as a business owner for an S corporation and uh, you pay yourself a salary of $80,000. Well, that means when you pay yourself a salary of $80,000, and you get what are called dividends for the other $40,000, you technically save taxes of about 15.3% on $40,000. That's $6,120 that you would save because you're an S corporation. So it's like, oh, that's great. Like, why would you not do an S corporation and take advantage of those kind of uh, loopholes that exist? Everybody does it. Why not pay yourself partially a salary and the rest in dividends? Now there is a limit to that. You know, say you make $500,000 or a million dollars, you can only save that 15.3% on the difference between that 80K that you're paying yourself and about $130,000. So there, there is a limit to how much you could get out of this 15.3% savings. But a lot of people look and go, hey, that's 6,100. $120 just for doing an S corporation. Why don't I do that? That's great. Yes, but now you have to have separate corporate books and do separate accounting for that corporation. And look, if you're a small company, you could probably do this yourself, but I'm gonna put a value of these separate books at about $500 uh, per year. You know, let's say you pay a separate QuickBooks thing of, I don't know, $45 a month or whatever. Let's just call it $500. Well, then you have to have a payroll service because when you pay yourself a salary of 80 grand, you're no longer just getting a commission check and depositing it. No, part of that is now salary. So you have to do a W-2 and do the payroll tax calculation calculations on all this crap. Let's go ahead and put a value of $1,250 on that because you literally have to do these payroll reports and returns. They're like almost separate tax returns to the government that are payroll reports and the W-2s and all this crap come out of that. So we'll put a value of $1,250 on that. Then, and look, I know this is gonna be unique to California, but just do the numbers yourself and evaluate the benefits for yourself. It's just always important for you to get the perspective. So, you know, I don't wanna get those comments that are like, well, I don't live in, you know, California where they extort you for higher taxes. Okay, whatever, let's go with it. In California, you have to pay a one and a half percent S corporation tax. All right, 1.5% on $120,000 of revenue is another $1,800. Then 
you have to pay for a separate tax return for your S corporation. Now in some LLCs, you actually don't have to pay for a separate tax return, but usually with an S corporation, you pay for an entirely separate tax return. So you have your personal tax return and then you do a corporate tax return. And you know, initially it's easy to go, <laughs> I do two tax returns because I'm a big business boy. Great, big business boys get to pay more fees. <laughs> I hate paying fees. Anyway, that's probably gonna cost you another $1,800. So now all of a sudden, you are up against not only more work to have this corporation, but $5,350 in fees. Now all of a sudden you go, wait a minute, I'm only saving $6,120 minus all of these fees. That means at the end of all this, with all the extra effort, I'm only saving $770 to have an S corporation. And now you're paying more expensive insurance. You're open to these ridiculous rules when it comes to liability and how you can get sued by anybody for any reason. And if you get uh, sued as a corporation, you have to hire an attorney to defend yourself. Like, oh. Sorry, I, I hope this video is not too ranty. I just always like to share this kind of perspective. This is why I have like 350 lectures on real estate investing because there are, you know, people are like, well, what, what, what are you gonna tell me that's different from what's on YouTube? Uh, like niche scenarios that are really hard to teach on YouTube because the videos like this usually don't get a crazy amount of views. Like something like this doesn't go viral, right? But I make these videos to occasionally put them on YouTube and try to share as much perspective with you as possible with how things actually work out there. So hopefully you appreciate these kind of special meet Kevin reports and this kind of extra perspective. Let me know what you think in the comments down below and until next time, which will probably be tomorrow. <laughs>